Now, Connie there, and the other young lady next to her, and Julia. Come on, you three, come on. Quickly, come on, come on, come on. Here they are from London. Come on. Come on, Julia, come on. Come on, dear. You as well, come on. Yes, yes, that's right, that's it, that's it. Here you are, Julia. This is our Julia. Bless Hallelujah. Her. Bless the Lord. Oh, it's good to be free, isn't it? You know, I was just saying to some of my pals the other day, that there are three outstanding things in my life. The day I got saved, the day I was baptized in the Holy Ghost, and the day I got the glory. Hallelujah. Oh, bless God. And do you know something? Well, you haven't heard anything yet, because I'm going on from glory to glory, and I know that God has something more for me. Hallelujah. All I can say is I love you all. It's grand. This fellowship is precious. It's so hard to part. But never mind. The day's coming when we'll never part again. God bless you all with nothing less than the blessing that maketh rich and addeth no sorrow with it. Thank you, Julia. Dear sister, she had a birthday the other day. She didn't like me telling her she was 70. <laughs> at the Isle of Wight, she didn't like me saying so. But you know, she got wonderfully delivered at the Isle of Wight a few years ago. And she got a marvellous testimony. Anyway, she's going to give a quick one now, but you've got it. I do praise the Lord for what he did for me about three years ago in the Isle of Wight. He, he wonderfully delivered me. As you all know, I was a, in a, a spiritualist medium and... And it's marvellous what the Lord's done for me, and I've never gone back. I mean, I've, I've always tried to keep near the Lord, but I've had no desire to go back there. And I've had lots of temptations, but the Lord's really been good to me. And uh, last night in, in the house, we had um, a lovely little meeting. Oh, it was really grand. And then when I got to bed, I often don't sleep much, but it got to half past two, and uh, Julie said, you better get a tablet. And uh, by the ad, I started to laugh, and <laughs> between two and three in the morning, I couldn't stop laughing, so I put it under the bed clothes. <laughs> but I, I do thank the Lord for the glory, way. God bless you. I remember our sister, we prayed for her, she was a spiritualist medium, and when we prayed for her, she fell flat out, and God delivered in a wonderful way. But I can see her growth, and she's getting stronger. We see the different boat from time to time. We can, we can tell whether we're growing or not, and thank God that Connie's growing. Bless you, Connie. God bless you. Here's a sister. Was, I don't know what was the matter with her, but she was absolutely finished. But God marvels you healed her. She can tell her. Tell them about your healing, dear. Yeah, really, she was really serious, this was, but God wonderfully healed her. I bless the Lord that two years ago I went to Henry's tent meeting and I was ill all the time and I'd never known much good health. I'd had continual breakdowns and I had to take tablets and I had uh, shock treatment in hospitals and different things. But I went and the Lord did something for me and he's been with me ever since. And I, I never was able to keep a job I've been in a job for a few weeks and I'll be out, I'll be ill again. And I was thin, I was really very thin on that holiday and uh, the Lord has strengthened me and healed me and now I've, I'm really free, you know? And yeah. I've got strengthened in body and I've been in my job two years now since that time and it's wonderful and I don't take tablets, I don't take anything now and it's really marvellous. He's with me all the time 
and he, he's just wonderful and I just thank him. I want to praise him all the time. Okay. You know, you don't have to go by feelings, how you feel, what you like. Uh, don't go by nothing, uh, appearance or uh, circumstances. Just keep praising the Lord and bring you through. There's a, a brother back at Basildon and he says there's always a way through and I've never forgotten it and it's true and I've proved it. It's wonderful. Bless the Lord. God bless you, darling. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, I feel in this meeting there's a wonderful power to deliver every one of you. I feel it in my soul. I feel it, feel that God is here tonight to meet every need in this meeting. And I would to God that every one of you would stand up and you just greet one another, just love one another, shake hands with one another. Shall we all stand and bless one another? Stand up right away now and just greet one another and praise the Lord to one another and quicken one another. Everybody in the meeting, just love one another and let the love of God flow freely. Hallelujah.
know, folks, this is the last afternoon, last meeting of the convention, and in a way, it's sad to have to say uh, goodbye to each other, isn't it? You know, if there's one thing, if there's one thing I would covet so that I might keep in touch with Jesus constantly, it's this. A melted and a broken spirit. You know, David wrote in Psalm 51, he was writing his psalm of repentance, and he said to the Lord, he says, Lord, thou desirest not sacrifice, else would I give it, else would I give it. When I saw David, when I saw David saying that to the Lord, I saw David really meaning it from his heart. I saw David, if God had said to David, David, it's going to take sacrifice. I could imagine David saying to his men, kill a hundred thousand sheep, kill five hundred thousand oxen, slay every, all the cattle that I have. But he came to the Lord and he says, Lord, thou desirest not sacrifice, else would I give it. But the sacrifices of the Lord are a broken and a contrite spirit. You know, David was a man after God's own heart. He sinned grievously, but to the measure that he sinned, to that measure he repented, and because of that he was a man after God's own heart. There was a scripture that touched me as I was reading it the other day. It was brought to my attention in 2 Samuel in, in the third chapter. When Abner had come to David and said, Look here, David, Saul's dead. And I want to see now that you reign from Dan to Beersheba. And David made a pact with Abner and sent him away in peace. And Joab, one of David's mighty men, came back to David. And he says, is it true that you've had Abner, who's been fighting against you for King Saul? Is it true that you've had Abner here and you let him away scot-free? And Joab went out and called after Abner. And when he, he spoke to Abner as if he was going to say some secret thing, he smote Abner under the fifth rib, and there Abner died. And when the news came back to David, David was prostrated with grief. And he says, Lord, you know, he says, I'm guiltless of the blood of Abner. And he said in the last verse of chapter 3 of 2 Samuel, when he was speaking about Abner, Abner died as a fool died. He said, he, he said, he wrote these tremendous words. He says, I am this day tender, though anointed king. And he says, these men be too hard for me. I am this day tender, though anointed king. And Lord, you know that these men are too hard for me. He couldn't fit in with Joab and his brutality and his murder. 
He couldn't fit in because God had done a work in his heart. And though he was anointed king, yet he was tender in his heart. And folks, I tell you this. Oh, that we would covet a tender heart. A tender heart. Oh, that we could be easily moved upon by the Spirit of the Lord. I am this day tender, though anointed king. I've traveled all across America, preaching in so many different places, and yet I can honestly say, it's only the times that God has broken me and broken my spirit that God has brought any fruit forth in the kingdom. God spoke to me one day, and this is what he said, and I know it's true. He said, Simon, I'll do more through your tears than through your preaching. I am this day tender, though anointed king, and folks, though we be elevated to heavenly places, Though we feel the power of God surging through us, though we know that we are the sons of God, though we know that God has a wonderful purpose in our, in our lives, yet in spite of all that, listen, let's keep low at the feet of Jesus. Let's keep tender, though anointed king. It's only as you and I are moved upon by the sweet spirit of Jesus that we can be like the master. You know, in America, every budding young Pentecostal preacher wants to see the dead raised and the blind made to see. You know what I mean? And, and the lame to walk. Everyone coveting the mighty power of God, the mighty power of God. But many a time I think it's only human boldness rather than the anointing of God. But oh David, this man who was tender though he was anointed king, he wrote this one day. He says, thy gentleness has made me great. <laughs> thy gentleness has made me great. And this is what I love about Brother Henry. This is what I love about these meetings. I tell you, they do a deep inner work in all our hearts that you can't get anywhere else. Oh, there may be signs, miracles, and wonders, and yet we're still at one another's throats. But oh, when the sweet spirit of Jesus works upon us, then we all become one in Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I can't help but weep when I think of his goodness. Isn't he good to us? You know, sometimes I feel, and my, I'm speaking of my own experience, sometimes I feel as if I'm getting nowhere. <laughs> you ever felt like that? Feel as if you're getting nowhere. The more you know, the less you know. Once upon a time, I would have been definite in all my expressions, but the more I get in touch with God, the less definite I can be in my pronouncements. But I do know this, that if we keep our hearts soft and tender towards God and towards each other, we'll be led by the Spirit of the Lord. I was in Los Angeles recently, 
And it was one Friday evening, it was the occasion of my 37th birthday. And I was in the room in the hotel then, I was having a shower. God speaks to you at strange places, doesn't he? And I was under the shower and I was thinking about my birthday. And I began to think, this is how God moves me anyway. I began to think, well, Simon, you're 37, neither 40, nor 30. And yet, our little God has done through you. And I began to weep under the shower. Next morning, we were in San Diego at a full gospel businessman's breakfast and I was sitting at the table with the rise early in the morning to drive there. And as I was sitting at the table, still feeling so unworthy and unable, the Holy Spirit spoke to me, a word that blessed my soul, and he said this. He says, my mercies are new every morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. His mercies are new every morning. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter how worthless we were yesterday. It doesn't matter how we felt out of place or out of joint yesterday. His mercies are new every morning. Hallelujah. 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 His mercies are new every morning. Every morning. His mercies are new every morning. Every morning. You know, David again wrote, he says, Let all the people of Israel say, His mercy endureth forever. But he didn't finish there. He said, Let all the house of Aaron say, Let all his, uh, his mercy endureth forever. You know, the house of Aaron was the priesthood. Those who stood in the gap for others. Those who whom God used to intercede for others. And many a time we're in, we're in the forefront of the battle. Many a time folk think, well, they don't feel like, like ordinary folk feel. You know, I used to think this myself. But David said, let the house of Aaron say, his mercy endureth forever. Do you know what mercy is? Do you know what mercy is? The very word moves me. Mercy. Mercy there was great and grace was free. Pardon there was multiplied to me. There my burdened soul found liberty at Calvary. The very word mercy moves me. Mercy. We can't stand in front of God and say what we want is justice. We're wrong and we know we're wrong. All we can do is hang our heads and say, Mercy, Lord, mercy. Yet his mercies are new every morning. Hallelujah. His mercies are new every morning, every morning. Amen. Folks, I've noticed constantly in my own experience that whenever we move away from the anointing, 
Whenever we are occupied with anything else but the right thing, we lose that soft heart. We lose that sweet moving of the Holy Ghost. One brother in Peterhead, when he gets up, he constantly says this. He says, when Mr. Wet Eyes isn't seen in a glory meeting, it's, a, it's going to be a bad job. <laughs> when Mr. Wet Eyes, Mr. Joy, he's here as well, but oh, thank God, Mr. Wet Eyes here as well. Hallelujah. It's only as we're moved upon by that sweet spirit of Jesus that the hardness goes and the divisions go and everything that would, that would, that would irritate or anything that would hinder between brother and brother and sister and sister, it's swept away in the sweet love of Jesus. I am this day tender, though anointed king. You know, when I got saved, I wept night and day for three days and three nights because I couldn't get over the marvelous love of Jesus, hallelujah, in loving the likes of me who was filthy and unclean. And let me say again today that in spite of all I've felt, in spite of all that I've known, the marvelous thing that thrills me is the mercy and the matchless grace of God. Hallelujah. There's an old hymn that goes something like this. Law and terror only harden when they do their work alone, but a sense of blood-bought pardon soon will melt the heart of stone. Law and terror only harden while they do their work alone, but a sense of blood-bought pardon soon will melt the heart of stone. We are here today because we've been redeemed. Hallelujah. We've been here today. We're here today because we've been bought by another's blood. We're here today because God so loved that he gave. So because of that, let's keep soft, folks. Let's keep soft. Remember the word of the Lord. I am this day tender, though anointed king. And these men, Joab and these men that slew Abner, these men be too hard for me. Do you know, in America, there are plenty meetings where people jump. There are plenty meetings where people dance. There are hundreds of them. But they haven't got this. They haven't got this. There's a hardness and there's a harshness and there's a brittleness about it all. But oh, when the Spirit of Jesus moves, it's sweet. It's marvelous. It's kind. It's wonderful. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, let's all get down again at the feet of Jesus. Let each one of us, let our hearts be melted. Oh, I covet, I covet a melted heart experience. Because I know, I'm the same as Henry, I, I've heard Henry say it often, unless I weep constantly, I know I'm wrong, I know I'm wrong. 
And may each and every one of us today open our hearts. Shall we just pray for a second in the presence of the Lord? Heavenly Father, we thank Thee today for Your kindness, for Your loving kindness, which is better than life. Lord, we realize today that were it not for Your mercy and grace, You would leave us in our hardness. You would leave us hard-hearted. Oh, Lord, we know You could just just as well turn away and leave us like that. But it's your grace that moves again upon our hearts, sweeping over the cords of our life and softening us once again in your presence. Lord, as your children today, we pray this. Give each and every one of us a soft and tender heart, tender-hearted one towards the other. May we be soft towards thee and easily moved by thee and tender towards each other. Keep us constantly soft, we pray, in the blessed name of Jesus. Amen, Lord.
Expecting your heart to be opened by Brother Henry, or Brother Simon, or myself, or anyone else this day, I tell you, friends, there's only the Lord Jesus Himself who can open the heart. Praise God. And if your heart uh, is filled with other things today, you've had a wonderful blessing in the past days, but it seems as if your heart is just closed up. I would say, let him open up your heart afresh. Praise God. And he said, the Lord opened the heart of Lydia. And he's here to this day to open your heart unto other things, unto beautiful things, not unto the things of him who was the enemy, who seeks to destroy you. You know what he would have you to sit here today and say, well, it's all right for them people to praise God, you know, but I'm of a different caliber to that. I tell you, Simon's been telling you about the tender heart. You want to be tender hearted. Be light hearted. Be light hearted and tender hearted that you can weep before the Lord. The word of God says he made strong men weep. Strong men weep. And I tell you, if you're weeping before God, you're not far away from that wonderful joy. You're not far away from it. But you know, friends, let your heart be opened by the Lord. Hallelujah. Let your heart be opened by the Lord. You know, I feel that this word of the Lord is for someone here this afternoon. They've let the heart be closed up. They've let the heart be closed up. And yet they think that they're going on with God. And I want to tell you, the heart is closed up. The heart is closed up. They're coming in into the meeting even. And their heart is really closed up. But I want to tell you, he's here for to open your heart up this afternoon, bless God. And if you'll allow him, if you'll allow him, he'll come right into your heart now. Right in. If you'll allow him, mind you, there's only you and I who can allow God to move. There's only you and I who can allow him. If you sit there and say, I'll never praise God, you never will. But you know, I see his, uh, Brother Henry has exalted the people to raise up their hands unto the Lord. I tell you, friends, there is something in just doing that, for the Word of God says they lifted up holy hands in the sanctuary. They lifted up holy hands in the sanctuary. And if you have holy hands this day, if they're not so soiled by any other thing, you have a right to raise up your hands unto God. And you have a right to let your heart be open to fresh this afternoon. We are going from here now, you know, we are going. But you know, friend, we'll be going back to our different places. And you know, you could really say this afternoon that my heart has been opened by the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, there's a chorus. Well, I would like Hilda to play, and they call it, Fill my cup, Lord. Fill my cup, Lord, and lift it up, Lord. And you know, when you sing it, I want you to just put your hands like that. And as you're singing it, just raise them up, Lord. Ah, fill my cup, Lord. And isn't even as you're, as, you're, as you're getting your cup filled, you can take it back down and take out your offering, praise God, <laughs> unto the Lord. 
Shall I remember this part? But just, just get into that now. You sing it? I can, I, I don't know if I can, I'll see if I can sing it. Do you know it till then? Huh? No, listen now. Put your hands like this now. Like this, get your hands like this. The word of God says, let's we become as little children. Now, come on in. Put our hands like this. Come on, everybody. Do it. Never mind the offering, but have the offering after this. Put your hands like that. Uh. Simon says, I'm a marvelous singer. He says, Bob, you're a marvelous singer. Well, I said, I know that, Simon. I know that. I know that. He said it must have been that bump in the head you got. <laughs> You'll never live it down, Simon. <laughs> Praise God. You all got the offerings out now? Praise God. Now I, I feel, I know we like the joy of the Lord. We love that. But let us be serious just for a few minutes before we go on. Fill my cup, Lord, and lift it up, Lord. Come and quench the thirsting of my soul. Bread of heaven, feed me till I want to go